a few years back, I set up a phone number. You call the number and you're asked a single question. What would you say to the one who got away? I would ask him why did he decided to wake up one morning and turn on turn off his feeling button and to give me an explanation that wasn't an explanation at all and decided to leave for my life. That's what I would ask to that person that got away. And over the last few years, people from across the world have called the number. They've left their messages for their one who got away. There was a time when I thought that you were absolutely everything that could exist in my heart. I thought that there was no room for anything else. And I've since grown and I can see now that it is an open door. And that space that I thought that you were capable of filling has always been empty. And that at different times in our life, people can take different shapes and have different purposes. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity of having known you and for you having given me time and the feelings and the inspiration that you did but thank you I'm thankful every single day for what you did and while some people talk about the one who got away as an abstract concept of what they wish they had of something that was unattainable and that was always better than what they currently had you gave me that And while it didn't last, and yes, you are the one who got away, it might have been for the better. And I will always be grateful to you for that. And these messages from across the world span the gamut of storytelling, the experiences that we have as humans when we fall in love with each other when we build deep bonds and connections when we lose friendships when people die when people pass in and out of our life and yet every story everyone who got away is connected we're connected bound together in our loss it's a constant loss is a constant for all of us the short time we had together was magical in a way that no other time in my life has really been of course I've moved on because it's been years but there's still always that hope in the back of my head that we'll see each other again someday And of course, in the midst of that loss, there's that sense of hope. Things could get better. 
Maybe they'll come back. Maybe they can never come back. But there is a hope that whatever hole is left in our heart and inside of us may get filled in some way that we may find some kind of resolution. And so that's what the one who got away is all about. That's what we're listening to today. I don't think I'd ever actually say this to your face because it's sort of a lot to take in and maybe a little more responsibility than one might want to have. But I feel like you were a huge part in helping form the person that I am today and setting some of my values as a human being. And I just want to tell you thank you for that. I still greatly appreciate it and think about you often. And I'm so glad that you're well and making all your dreams come true. I still love you. You are but a lovely fool, and I miss you so. I'm terrified of talking about you because I feel that I'll have the opportunity that I'll know somebody that also knows you. And they'll get it back to you that I still exist. And I kind of want to live in a world where I can't see you again because then I won't have to tell you that I love you. That I think about you almost every day. That I keep a locket with your face in it from a photo of the play we were in. And then I write poetry about you every time I drop the word she and that I miss you so much that it just physically hurts but I can't exist in a world where you exist because I feel that's cool because I treated you so so badly so I don't say your name and I don't tell anyone about you And when people ask about the walk-in, I just say, it's a girl I used to know. And the person you are now isn't even a, a girl. But I can't say he, because I don't know that person. Because I've changed so much since I knew you. And you've changed so much. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry for how bad I was. And I hope you're happy because I think you deserve that. And I see what you do. I'm very proud of you. I'm sorry. I just want to tell you that you were right and we weren't meant to be together and that it's taken me a long time to get here and to realize that 
you didn't break me and that I'm not forever yours. I'm my own person and can find my own interests and my own loves and new loves and that I'm okay without you. I hope you finally became the person you always wanted to be. I wish I had had the strength to let you into my life, but all I can do is shut people out. And I'm sorry that I never told you what I'd wanted to tell you. Hi. Um, my message for the one who got away is that If me now met younger you, it would have worked. But me now and you now would never work. So it makes me a little sad to think about what could have been. But I always look back on what we had, and it's still okay, even though you gave someone oral sex while we were still together. Anyway, bye. I miss you. Where did you go? Bye. Well, Molly, I know that you knew me all the way through childhood, and I know that you didn't really see me as a person, but as a face in the room. And I just wanted to let you know that I deeply cared about you. And I understand that life is hard right now and difficult, um, but things will improve. Things will get better. Um, You will find some goodness in this world. Thank you. one date, and it's not really enough to say whether or not it was love, but we spent so much time together, and it was just like thoughts were reciprocated. We could finish each other's sentences. It was amazing, and we had set up a second date, and then he called, and he said that um, that he wasn't really feeling it anymore, and he never talked to me again, and it, you know, I'm, I think that what I would say personally, first of all to myself, is it's okay, and then, you know, I spent a lot of time pretty upset about it, but um, I'm happily engaged now, and I think what I would say to him is that I'm happy, and I hope you are too, you know, I hope that uh, you found what you were looking for, and 
thanks for the lesson because I really did learn a lot from that. been thinking about this idea of loss as a constant, loss as an inevitability in our lives. And it's not something fatalistic, I don't think. It's not intended as something fatal or, or dark or, or morbid. Tragic, uh, but as some kind of truth, like we will inevitably face loss and inevitably loss in whatever form it comes will come in many, many different forms from small, mundane losses each day. I talked about the loss of the self before, like losing your temper. Uh, to to larger, uh, more profound losses. Uh, a family member passing away. A great love breaking up with us. So we move through life accruing grief and accruing loss and yet despite this inevitability it's something many of us we try and avoid of course it doesn't feel good to lose something so we try and avoid it in life and and set up the causes and the conditions as best we can that we won't lose anything. And in not losing, we wouldn't have to grieve. And yet it's inevitable. So when we do lose something, that grief comes over us and it's something we want to push away, perhaps. We want to get away from, likely. And many of us move through it as best we can move on at some point to the next loss and the next wave of grief. Okay, so this sounds, well, really fatalistic and really sad. But I've been thinking about this idea that perhaps rather than trying to move through life setting up the causes and conditions where we can avoid or mitigate for loss. Perhaps 
there's another way perhaps we can make peace with the idea of loss. Perhaps we can find intimacy with our grief. What does it mean to do that? Perhaps it means taking the time to mourn something, someone. Taking the time to find that space and say, you know, it hurts and oof, I'm going to let it hurt. I remember coming out of a really, really big relationship for me, a great love. I think I've spoken about before, I've had been lucky enough to have two absolutely great loves in my life. Maybe there'll be more. I hope there'll be more, but there have been two. And at the end of the first one, the relationship at least, um, the partnership, I somehow conjured up the idea of just getting on a train and going to LA. I took the train to LA from San Francisco and I got um, holed up in, a, in an Airbnb for a week by the ocean. And, um, and I cried. I went, I had a, a schedule, a routine of grief that I was intimate with. I would wake up, I would cry a little, I would go for breakfast, I'd go out to a cafe for breakfast, I'd come back home, I would cry a little more, maybe go to the beach for a while and read a book, nap a little, come back home, cry some more. Then there was dinner time go out, eat a great meal, come home, cry some more, watch a movie and rest and just let it happen. I let it wash over me. And it didn't fix everything, but it felt like the natural, the right thing to do, the, the skillful thing almost, to show up for that grief and meet it where it was. So that's it. I think, I think this is this idea that I'm folding over, turning around in my mind that we start that process of making peace with loss, finding intimacy with grief by just showing up, noticing our grief, greeting it. And maybe it takes a few tries. Maybe it doesn't work immediately. But it starts with, well, with a hello. Hi. Hello. 
Hi, Alex. And I, I, I don't know if you got away or if you left or if I pushed you away and, and it's been hard on me six years later. I probably don't really care. And I just wanted to say that I didn't deserve what you did to me. I did nothing wrong. And it's taken me a very long time to realise that. But I hope you're happy. I hope that with the path you took, regardless whether I'm a part of it or not, you are happy. Because I want that for you. But you didn't have to be a dick. Bye. I'm sorry. Chad, I've thought a lot about everything that happened between us, and I think you really wanted me to be more patient with you and... Um, to to give you more time to think about things and I got really upset because I felt like I was being wronged and I still sometimes can't understand why things have played out the way that they have I felt so much like everything um, that we had so much magic and I really trusted you, and I just loved you um, <laughs> so, so deeply, and uh, I feel like I've just been so disappointed in how things have ended, and, um, and, and I've just been confused, and I haven't really been able to understand why. <laughs> everything has gone so wrong and how we could be where we are now um, which is not talking at all and I've just been so devastated and heartbroken but um, I am sorry that um, I'm sorry that I I yelled at you I, I really never wanted to be that person that would hurt you and even though I really feel like you hurt me too I just I really regret that things have turned out this way and I wish and hope that things I still hope that things can be reconciled um I know that's what I want but I know that you've um moved on and that's been really hard for me um, and it's made me feel like I was unimportant to you, which is difficult because you were so, so important to me. Um, anyways, I'm sorry, and I, I also hope that one day we can come back together as friends. Yeah. <laughs> and I just hope you know... How much I still really care about you. <laughs> Bye.
seems like a fitting place to wrap up this episode of The One Who Got Away. Thank you so much for showing up, for holding a little space, especially for such a challenging topic. It can feel really difficult to show up for loss and show up for grief. Even just to talk about it can be very difficult, very challenging for so many of us. So thank you for making the time and holding this space. I'm, I'm grateful. Things don't have to stop here. You can actually take part in the one who got away. You could leave a message for your one who got away. Just call the number and leave a message. The number is 718 395-7556 if you're international just add a plus one to the beginning plus one 
718-395-7556. And you can find more information on this project at theonewhogotaway.com. The One Who Got Away is hosted by me, Oliver Blank, and it features it features you. It features all of you, everyone who took a moment, took a step, dialed that number, opened up a little, shared your story. You're truly incredible. I'm truly grateful. Thank you. The One Who Got Away was produced today by Philip James and Liam Campbell of Galaxy Brain. Thank you both, Phil, Liam. I'm very grateful. This show could not happen without you. I know it looks like it's just me here. Both of these guys are behind the scenes. They make it run really smoothly and it couldn't happen without them. Thank you both. Uh, We'll be back with a new episode of The One Who Got Away very, very soon. You can find me, if you like, on Instagram at Oliver Blank, B-L-A-N-K. And so in the meantime, if you're feeling alone or lonely, wow, last year, that was tough. Um, And hopefully things will get better. But in the meantime, I promise you are not alone. We're all feeling it. If you can reach out to someone, ask for help. And if you're in the position that you could help someone else, reach out to those around you, check in on them. That's how it starts. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.